Good evening and welcome to Words That Inspire. This is Dr. Janice Monroe's Modest and tonight we're going to be talking about following God's path for success. This is part three now and so if you haven't heard the, the other two I want you to go back and kind of listen to those as we're kind of talking about uh, planning. How do we plan God's way and we were first starting to get the right mindset that we need so that we could plan uh, God's way. We spoke about going from simple to opulence. Spoke about weighing in, how not to carry things that we ought not to carry, trying to get to our promised land with a whole bunch of load of things that we have no business carrying. And so tonight we're going to um, talk about how to follow God's um, path. We're just going to look at two things. We're going to look at how to step higher faster and how that looks like when we're climbing on the mountain that God has for us and we're going to talk about listening so we kind of touched on those before but today we kind of just going to get into into it some more so we can wrap up this little mini series that um, we have had uh, going on for these past few days all right so we're going to get started and jump right in as always, I love for you to, if you're driving, just, just keep listening. If you're at home in the comfort of your, of your room, hey, grab a pencil and a paper. What God has to say is important. So if it's important, you're going to write it down so you can go back later. You can meditate on it. You can remind yourself what it is that you need to work on. We always need to work on getting better, getting higher. And so we, I love to use David as always, one of my favorite characters in the Bible, because he, he was a man after God's own heart. And so there was something about him that God just admired. And when we look, we always see that he saw the bright side of everything. And so who doesn't like to be around people who are just optimistic and positive and love to see things, um, see things on the bright side. So here is the verse that says, God makes my feet like hinds feet and sets me upon my high places. Now, if anybody knew about high places and low places, we know that David did. He, he knows what it means to be discounted. He was in a family of, um, I can't remember how many brothers, but there was a bunch of them. And he was, they were out in the army. And when Samuel came and decided he was going to anoint a king and he went to David's dad, who was name was Jesse. He went to David's dad and say, hey, I, ca I came to anoint one of your sons. So, you know, send, bring all your sons, line them up. And then um, God's going to show me which one of your sons are going to be the king. So Jesse went, he called all his sons. They all lined up. And Samuel was about to say, okay, which one of these are going to be king? But Samuel just was not hearing from God. He was like, this is weird. Are these all your sons? Then David, um, David's dad says, oh, actually, we have the youngest one out in the field tending the sheep. Um, so, so Samuel said, yeah, go, go send for him. Can you imagine that? Someone asks you for all your sons. You line them all up, said, these are all my sons. And you just forgot totally that you had David out in the field. And so when people discount you, you know, don't get depressed. Don't get upset. They discounted David as well. They didn't even count David worthy enough for the lineup. So you may be even applying for a job or something and you're not even getting a phone call. And you're like, wait, 
You know, what's going on? I know I'm qualified. Like, why am I not even getting a phone call? Hey, the issue isn't you. It's all a setup. God is setting you up for success. He's setting you up to go higher and he wants people to know that he did it. So when people discount you, God got, God has got your back, just like with David. And so even during that time, you know, David was out in the field. He was just constantly singing praises about how awesome and how great his God is. He didn't complain about where he was to everybody else. He looked like he was in a low place. He was in such a low place that didn't even count him worthy of the lineup. <laughs> Imagine that. So I know that I'm in a family of, it was nine of us growing up. And if someone came and says, hey, line up all your daughters, you know, I would expect to be in that lineup. Although I know I was the most troublesome one, but I would at least expect to be in that lineup. But hey, David didn't even make the lineup. So I guess I'm doing a little better than David, right? All right, so that was Psalms um, 18, verse 33, the NASB um, version. And what I want us to notice here is David was, was something else, boy. I said, it's just when you stay in God's presence, nobody can keep you down because you are 10 foot tall and bulletproof in your eyes because you know who your God is. And so David knew that God made his feet like hinds feet. So some translation says like a deer, but we know that hinds feet in the original translation means a female deer, which is like doe, you know, like doe, me doe, deer, a female deer. So hinds feet means a female deer. So I kind of had to look it up to say like, why is specifically a female deer? What's the difference? The difference is how they climb a mountain. A male deer would kind of stomp along the mountain, step on the mountain, go up. So he would leave footprints on the mountain as he's going up. But a female deer gates up the mountain. They lightly touch the ground and they just bounce up the mountain. So when you try to look for a footprint, you can't really see a footprint. You just see little things because they, they barely touch the ground. And so David knew God to be a God who would set you up on on the high places with ease because so David went from being discounted to being placed as king from being a shepherd boy to being the king that we're still talking about today and he knew God to be that before God did it so you have to know God to be the God of greatness in your life before you can actually see it so you, we have to be like David. That's why God loved David so much because David had what we call faith. He had trust. He had hope. So despite the situation, he knew that whatever God says was going to happen. He knew God to be a good God. He knew that. And so he says, he makes my feet. Not that David would make his own feet. You can't make yourself get anywhere. It's only God's grace. We have to rely on God. Let God open doors. Let him lead us. And we have to believe he will lead us. And we'll be listening, you know, so that we could stay on the path that he has for us. And David knew that God's plan was to set him up in high places because that's how God gets the glory. If you, if you, if you're not um, showing people God, that's why Jesus did all these miracles. That's how people started believing. And he said, these signs will follow them that believe. 
And Jesus also said, greater things you will do because I go to my father. So when I sit here talking about being great, hey, that's not me saying that. Jesus says he expects you to do greater things. He's given you the authority and everything that you need for you to do greater things than he's doing. So if we're not doing the greater things, hmm, I think we're not expecting to do the greater things. And so I know it's a challenge for us, especially when we're complacent. You know, we have food in our bellies. We have a place to sleep. You know, we get complacent. But this year, I want us to try to let, let's try to believe God for what he said. He, he's expecting greater from us. Let's just say, here am I, Lord. I'm willing to go higher. Because we know if to go higher, is, it's kind of intimidating. Because you have to actually walk up the mountain. But we have to be like David and say, ah, that mountain is not so bad. I have hinds feet. I have the feet like a female day. I'm going to barely touch the ground. And before you blink and you know it, I'm going to be on top of the mountain. Despite, yeah, I know the situation may look dark and dreary right now. But don't worry about that. God's going to get me up in my high mountain. That's the mindset that we need to have. have. That's the mindset of faith. And so the verse also in verses um, 81, it talks about, we know that the children of Israel, when they were in Egypt, they were in slavery, they were in bondage. And the word Egypt is a word meaning constraint. It's Mitzrayim. It means a place of constraint. And so you may find yourself in a place of constraint, a place where you're like, man, I really want to do this, but I just don't know how I can't. I feel like I'm, I'm stuck. You know, I, I know I need to do X, Y, Z, but I just feel like I'm stuck. Well, if that's you, um, just, you know, God has a word for you tonight. You feel that you're, you're stuck, but that's what he's there for, to, to move you forward, to push you forward, to propel you. That's why the word inspire is so, is so um, powerful, because inspire is a word that propels you to change. It, it, it brings you to action, and that's what God's word is here for, you know, to do for you tonight, is to inspire you. That's why this show is called Words That Inspire. So we can inspire you to action and to move and to do what uh, what it is God has for you to do. So we can get on that path and sit in the high place that he has for us. So it says in verse 13, if you listened, this is a big if. So this is the, this is the kicker here. As we as we um, close out this series, we want us to remember that everything is reliant on us listening to what God has to say. So it says, oh, that my people would listen to me or that Israel would follow me walking in my paths. Now, I want you to insert where it says Israel, insert your name. So, oh, that Janice would follow me and walk in my path. So whatever your name is, you inserted it. Oh, that Jane or Joe or Deandra, that they would follow me. God is saying, listen, if you follow me, as verse 16 says, he told them, I would have fed you with the finest wheat. I would satisfy you with wild honey from a rock. So basically, they had no food for a, for a good minute. But he's saying, you know what? I ended up giving you food. But if you had listened to me, you would have gotten the finest of food. And then he says, I would have satisfied you with wild honey from a rock, which means 
the places in your life that was dry and barren, I would make it come alive and turn it into something sweet and beautiful. So if you want God to turn around your situation and make it beautiful, he's saying, you know what? All this stuff that's going on right now, if you just listen to me, just listen. (laughs) I got some stuff I want to do through you, you know, but I'm just going to need for you to kind of listen in to what I'm saying to you. Get on the path that I've been nudging you to get on to. So just think about some things that you've been feeling a nudge that you want to do. Just realize that that's not a nudge coming from you. That's coming from God. And that's the awesome thing about dreams. And when you want to do something, you feel a desire to do it. Sometimes we think that's us talking. But no, God gave you the desire so that he could fulfill it in your life. And once he fulfill it, he says, ask that you might receive so that your joy will be full. Imagine that he wants your joy to be full. So he's saying, hey, ask me. So that your joy could be full because God knows he put that desire in your heart so that you can um, enjoy what it is that, that, that he has for you. Because his plans for you will bring you the satisfaction. It will bring you joy. It will bring you peace. It will give you a sense of purpose. It will give you a sense of significance. So let's wrap up all the last um, three sessions that we were talking about. What are the three things that we want to be working on? We want, we want to expect God to use the little bit that we have in our hands and turn it into greatness. We want to let go of everything that been hindering us in the past, the unforgiveness, the hate, um, the toxic relationships or anything that's not that God has been nudging you, the bad, bad eating habits <laughs> or, um, You know, sometimes you may just feel you just plain old lazy and don't feel like doing anything because, you know, because of life. Sometimes life happens. And so God understands that. That's why he gave us his word so he can inspire us to move forward. And so that's that's okay. And we all we all have those uh, seasons in our lives. And so but that's why we're reminded that we want to let go of some things that's been keeping us back in the past. And then he wants us to step higher faster. So he's letting us know, uh, just like David, uh, to expect to have feet like hind feet. Don't expect everything to be hard all the time. Don't think that if you set this goal, X, Y, Z goal, that it's going to be it's going to be hard. He's there to help you. He's there to help you through. And he wants you to know that he's there to help you. Sometimes we carry so much and we're fearful because we can't see how we're going to do it. We just have to trust God that he's going to make a way. If you only do things that you can see, that means you have no faith. And we know without faith, it's impossible to please God because he wants you to come to him in faith and believe him for some things. Hey, let him do some stuff so he can get some glory. So someone can ask you, hey, how did you do that? And you will say, miss, let me tell you, it was only God. God did it. Now we see how God gets glory. When someone sees you in a position and you're thinking, man, there's no way I could even qualify. And God put you there. He gave you the wisdom for it. He gave you favor. You know, hey, there you go. God gets the glory. He gets you to... um help others feed feed the hungry 
feed the poor, support other people, give somebody a compliment, just little things in life that we that we take for granted that we're able to do. We're able to cook food. We're able to bless somebody who doesn't, you know, who may not, who may be sick. You know, you found out a friend is in the hospital. You bring them a plate of food. Your coworker is sick um, at work. You offer to take them home. It's just little things. Those are seeds. And when you plant those little seeds, God multiplies them because you just never know where your seed is going to, you know, how your seed is going to grow and how it's going to make room for you with the little bit of gifts, um, what you may think is a little bit of gift that God wants to multiply and just um, make it more for you. And then we went, our last uh, part is if we, if we listen. So listening is a daily, it's a daily assignment. It's not that we listen once and God said, okay, I want you to do this. No, you have to check back in tomorrow. You have to check back in each day. And then by the end of the year, you'll be like, wow, look how far I've come. It may take one class here, one class there. It may start with one client here, one client there. It may start with you setting boundaries and saying, hey, I won't allow you to speak to me this way. You know, I need you to speak to me, be respectful, speak to me respectfully as I as I speak to you respectfully. Just just little steps along the way. And remember God's goal is he wants you whole body, mind, spirit, your relationships, your health, your finances. He wants you whole in every area of your life. So don't keep any area from him. Don't say, oh, God is not concerned with my health. Don't say God is not concerned with my mind, my emotions. Don't say God is not concerned with my relationships. Don't say God is not concerned um, with my, um, with my, what what else is, is there? There's so many parts facets of our life he's concerned about your rec- your rest and your recreation he wants you to be able to you know enjoy good music enjoy a good play you know just anything you could think of that concerns you it concerns God so we always try to promote holistic planning planning for your body mind spirit having the right mindset as you start to plan remember we have planners available um, to help you plan your greatness is it's an is inspired planning planning that helps you say words of affirmation over them and the the planner breaks it down for you so you can always go to planmygreatness.com and you can get help with with the planning uh, but this series was to get you the right mindset so you can even begin to believe to plan for greatness so it's going to help you step up and plan even bigger than you thought before because you're going to remember that God said that he makes you and he made your feet like hinds feet so that you can he can set you in your high places and so if you want to team up with God and go high places in 2020 which is his desire but now it has to be your desire and with two of uh, two of you together and I'm going to agree with you to, for that is that we're going to go higher this year and we're going to bring God glory even as he desires to bring us on the path that he has for our lives so I will see you again next time uh, remember to always live inspired we have a podcast available just go to itunes type in janice modest and you're gonna you're gonna see some um 
some podcasts available to you. You can always go on JaniceModest.com um, so that you can stay inspired throughout the week. I know we only come on once a week, but hey, all week long, you have full access to hear words of inspiration. And so we will absolutely see you again next time. Until then, live inspired. <music>